didn't see you there. Would you guys like to set sail on this ocean of flavor with me? I'll be your captain. I'm Steve Harrington. And I'm Colin. And I'm Whitney, and this is Scoops Ahoy, a Stranger Things podcast, where we go week by week, chapter by chapter, taking a look at every single episode of Stranger Things. We have now completed all the available episodes, so you are joining us for our recap of season four, and Colin is going to give you an overall summary of season four, and then we're going to jump into the show. Chapter 1, The Hellfire Club. Brenner and the Massacre kick things off. Elle's diorama drama with Angela. The pep rally. Eddie tells Mike and Dustin to go look for a D&D replacement. Joyce gets the Russian doll. Chrissy meets Eddie in the woods. Erica wins D&D. Lucas wins the basketball game. And Vecna snaps Chrissy. Chapter 2, Vecna's Curse. Hopper is tortured in Russia. Mike arrives in California. Roller rink drama. Murray and Joyce call Enzo. Steve, Robin, Dustin, and Max search for Eddie. Elle whacks Angela with a skate. Nancy and Fred investigate at the trailer park. The gang finds Eddie at Reefer Ricks. And Vecna snaps Fred. Chapter 3, The Monster and the Superhero. Sullivan confronts Owens in Nevada. The Cali crew enjoys Murray's risotto. Jason and his goons hunt for Eddie. Elle gets arrested and shipped off to jail, but Owens intercepts. Murray and Joyce fly to Alaska, Owens and Elle's diner scene, and Max sees the clock ticking in the school hall. Chapter 4, Dear Billy. Max writes everyone a letter. Nancy and Robin interview Victor Creel at Penhurst. Murray and Joyce meet Yuri, who poisons them. The one-take shootout happens in Cali. Hopper escapes to Yuri's safe house, but is recaptured. Max gets levitated and dragged into Vecna's Red World, but escapes. Chapter 5, The Nina Project. Elle remembers the friendly orderly in the Rainbow Room. Murray's sweet karate moves take out Yuri on the plane, which then crashes. The Cali boys bury Harmon and get the phone number. Hopper tells Enzo about Agent Orange. Vecna snaps Patrick. And Elle agrees to work with Brenner. Chapter 6, The Dive. Sullivan tortures Agent Wallace. The Cali boys meet with Susie, who gives them coordinates to the bunker. Joyce and Murray tie up Yuri and go to the church. Hopper and the prisoners have a nice meal. Elle remembers the massacre. And Steve and company find the gate in Lover's Lake. Chapter 7, The Massacre at Hawkins Lab. Robin, Eddie, Steve, and Nancy fight Demovats. Wallace tells Sullivan where to find Elle. Chief Powell questions the kids, starting with Max. Murray, Joyce, and Yuri go back to the prison. Light bright fun. The prison Demogorgon fight and Joyce and Hopper's reunion. Elle learns the truth about Vecna Henry 1. Nancy is sucked in and learns all about Henry also. Chapter 8, Papa. Nancy tells the gang what she saw. Hopper, Joyce, and Murray find the demodog on the table and then escape in the van. Elle levitates the tank. The gang steals the RV and hits the war zone. Will shows Mike the painting. Sullivan enters the bunker and handcuffs Owens. Brenner is shot and killed. Elle crashes the chopper and the gang gets ready to fight. Chapter 9, The Piggyback. Chopper happens. Yuri eventually fixes the helicopter. The Cali crew set up the pizza dough freezer for L. Phase 1, but Jason ruins everything. Phase 2, Vecna takes Max. Phase 3, Eddie plays Metallica. Max has snowball nightmares. L arrives, but Vecna tosses her into the Red World. Steve, Robin, and Nancy are caught by tentacles. Eddie is killed. Max is snapped. 
and Murray fries the demodogs. Phase 4, Vecna is burned and shot and then disappears, and Hawkins burns. Two days later... Two days later... Robin and Vicky bake sandwiches, Dustin tells Wayne about his hero nephew, and the gang cleans the cabin. Hopper and Elle reunite, and Hawkins is still burning. So there we go. All nine, in a nutshell. It took us, what, 14 hours to watch? (laughs) Yeah, 14 hours to watch, and you know, however long to recap each episode and do an episode. So IMDB rankings, which aren't official, but we always look at them anyway. So the highest rated, what do you think the highest rated episode for IMDB users was this season? Dear Billy. No, it was chapter seven, the end of volume one, Massacre at Hawkins Lab was highest. And then 9.6, Dear Billy had a 9.5. The finale had a 9.1. Chapter 8 was 8.6. And then they go kind of down from there. 8.5 for Chapter 6. 8.3 for Chapter 3. 8.2 for Chapter 5. And then Chapters 1 and 2 both had an 8.1. So, Hmm. I guess it did kind of take a little bit to get going. Yeah. So, yeah. 1, 2, 3. Well, in order from the lowest, it was 2, 1, 5, 3. So, 2 was the lowest rate. Well, 2 and 1 both tied at 8.1. So, well, but Chrissy dies at the end of one, and that was a lot. Yeah. And Fred died at the end of two. So, yeah. Huh. Well, it's weird hearing you recap them like that because I forget how close the stuff happens together because it all the episodes run together for me. Yeah. And not in a bad way, not like they're not, you know, individual or unique, but it's just where I watched them all at once. It's funny to think that, what, what was it that you said? Oh, Eleven works with Brenner, the same episode that, in the dive, right? Yeah, Elle, Elle remembers the massacre for the first time in the dive. She doesn't, she, she remembers... As it as we all think it happened, she doesn't know the truth about it until yeah seven yeah. But in six, she she kind of relives the massacre and thinks it's her. Um, so that was in the dive at the same time as Susie you know, going to meet Susie, and then Joyce and Murray and the whole bit with pretending Yuri was Murray and Murray was Yuri, and then the and then the meal, the uh, prisoners yeah. having the meal, and then Steve finding the gate and lovers like that was all the dive. So yeah, yeah. that's weird that that all happened. At the same time. Yeah. Did you did you have a favorite episode or did they kind of blend together? And Yes. It is episode seven, chapter seven, where they have find the light bright. They've got that cool scene with the bikes. They, you know, the whole, I feel like it really, chapter seven in Hawkins felt like season one Hawkins to me. Yeah, I did. I agree. Despite it being the... The break. It was kind of like the break episode. Yeah, so. sort of. And, you know, the Cali group wasn't in that one right in episode seven at all but it was still it was still my favorite did you have a favorite yeah i kind of i really liked dear billy and it was it was mostly well i liked it because they they interview victor creel so that's the robert england Mm -hmm. episode and i love the the shootout that one take one shot shootout uh just just from the film nerd and me you are a sucker for a good take i know and then, um, then all the whole, the whole stuff with Max. I think, I mean, Sadie just really blew the doors off the joint. I, th- I thought just, it was just so good. And then also just the moment of her levitating, you know, before that, and and having Billy come back too, which was kind of neat. So, 
I mean, it's hard, it's hard to tell. I mean, you know, cause I also, I mean, there were moments that I liked too. I liked the war zone scene that stands out in my mind. The oh, roller, yeah. rink, roller rink scene kind of stands out in my also mind. Also good. Not so much for Angela, but just kind of the atmosphere I think was really good. I, I mean, I do kind of agree that one and two were kind of one, especially just with all the bullying and the, and the, all the stuff in the classroom with the diorama yeah. and Angela, and you know, it's just, you know, it's just not it's fun hard to, to watch. watch. Yeah, no. it's just it's just not really fun. So no, not at all. So yeah, that's where we go. So we also talk about the Rotten Tomato rankings. So remember back to season one, um, it had a ninety-seven critics score and a ninety-six people score. Mm-hmm. Season two went down a little to ninety-four and ninety. Season three went down further to eighty-nine and eighty-six. And then critics-wise, season four went down to 88, but the people score went back up to 88. So critics went 97, 94, 89, 88. People went in order from one to four, 96, 90, 86, and then back up to 88. So I was expecting the people score to be lower, to be honest. Yeah, I was too, I've seen so many people hating on this season, and... I don't know what they want from these guys. I really don't. I'm like, I don't know how much, I don't know how much better it could get. You know, I'm never going to get that season one feeling again. That's the reason it was rated so well was because it was such a different show. We didn't have that. Now that we have it, it just seems like people aren't happy. Well, it's taken on a life of its own. It's not, it's not a fun little sci-fi show anymore that, you know, a couple of people know about and isn't it fun. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's, it's like a, it's a revolution. It's a, it's a, it's the zeitgeist itself. It's like, you know, yeah. I mean, you think of all the stranger things, merchandise that, you know, lining the walls behind you and me. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. If you, you all know, could see my office. It yeah. Is I mean, it's just, you know, covered. it's just, it's, it's a phenomenon and you know, with that comes the Reddit boards and the Twitter and the mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with you. I expected the the people score to go down too, but it, yeah, it actually went back up two points. So you know, who knows? Interesting. Maybe, well, maybe- and you know, season three has a lot of hate too because they didn't like that it went to being so kind of goofy i guess like it had such a fun i felt like it was a fun season i did too with the mall and everything yeah and and yeah yeah but a lot of people didn't like that but you can't please everybody so yeah i think of season three and i think of bright colors and the mall and shopping and the never-ending story and all the stuff with Mm -hmm. Mayor klein and the carnival and yeah i mean obviously you know there was the the stuff with the monsters and all that kind of stuff you know, yeah people, and it was gory. people dying I mean, and, and billy and you know and, and the monster and the the pool the summer break it was fun i yeah, liked with it billy and karen and, and all that stuff and the, and the monster that oozed mm-hmm. out of all the bones and everything so i mean there was a meat monster yeah so are you ready for your homework <sighs> i don't know i hope so you're late again yeah i had to get catch-up homework <laughs> It's the same like question I ask every one of our recaps. Who had the most lines in oh, yeah. season four? I have the list of the top 20 sitting in front of me. So this is this is courtesy Reddit, and I'll post the link um, so you guys can, can see the whole list. But there was a, a Reddit user that has gone through, and I'm, I'm presuming counted. <laughs> and it's not just making up numbers, but yeah, seems, I'm seems logical. So. The most lines. Dustin? 
Dustin, indeed. Yes. Dustin, number two, it, what I would guess maybe Max? Max was number five. Oh. Yeah, Dustin was actually number one in season two, too. So mm-hmm. he's, and he has the most, if you add up seasons one through four, Dustin by a lot has the most yes. lines of anybody. But yeah, Nancy. So, so Max was five, Nancy was three. Okay. A little bit of a surprise at two. I wouldn't have guessed it, but when you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Eddie? Steve. 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 I would not so, have guessed Steve. So top five were Dustin with 321, Steve with 302, Nancy 286, Robin 251, and Max 230. So that's the top five. And then six through 20 were in order. Mike, 11, Lucas, Murray, Jonathan, Joyce, Eddie, Will, Argyle, Jim, Jason, Enzo, Brenner, Vecna, and number 20 was Erica. Vecna. (laughs) Vecna slash one slash Henry. So, okay. So question number two. Okay. Who had the first spoken line in season four? Think back to the Hellfire Club. I'm thinking. Episode one. Brenner. Bonus points if you know what the line was. Or roughly. Good morning, children. That's your favorite, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, he's talking to Tin. Yep. Who had the last spoken line in season four? This one's a little tricky because it happened before the end. I mean, it wasn't like Mm -hmm. line roll credits. Yeah. um, Holly? Yes. It's snowing. Mom, it's snowing. Yep. Yep. Good for you. You dazzle me with your brilliance. Because <laughs> I've watched them so many times. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So we always talk about kind of blooper reels and behind the scenes stuff. So I'll post a couple links. Netflix hasn't put out like the official blooper reels and behind the scenes things yet, but there's there's some good kind of fan made ones out there using like you know, the cast members TikTok. So I'll post a link to both mm-hmm. of those things. So before we get to our superlatives, I thought we should address questions we need answers to heading into season five. So what do you have for either humorous or serious? Well, questions? you know what my number one question is. Questions we need answers to. And it was your question too. Yes. Our, yeah, I think our top question is what is under Lucas's bed? I have to know. I must know. And I know we're we're never going to know. We're never going to find out. I I, I guarantee we will never find out. It bugs me. I also want to know why the upside down looks like Hawkins. Yeah. It did not look like Hawkins. I wrote down why is it stuck in 1983. That's kind of a. Yes. I want to know how Henry got his powers and I don't. I know Jamie Campbell Bauer did an interview saying that he felt like he was born with them, but I'm not buying it. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm buying it, Bauer. <laughs> did you hear his new song? The I Am song? I have not heard it yet. I know about it, but I haven't listened it's, to it. Yet. It's pretty good. It's very um, Johnny Cashy kind of, Oh, you know, I'm the devil like in your soul. And, I'm the, you know, yeah. yeah. 
it's it and it's kind of yeah. like a it's like an old country bluegrass blues song it's like kind of a thumping on the wash tub and kind of thing it's it's it's, it's kind of cool i'm an angel i'm a demon i'm a newborn thorn i'm the bobcat on the far side of the breaking dawn i'm the ocean I'm yeah and i also i want to know why did mike ignore will in the van <laughs> Because he was so obviously crying. Like, what are you doing, Mike? Like, yeah. what? I mean, it, it, he had to have felt the seat shaking. I mean, you, you can't, I mean, and I'm sure like, you know, Will well, is kind of, you know, convulsing a little bit, you know. You, you Will can't... was crying, like, when yeah. he was talking to him. Yeah. So it's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> comfort your friend. Oh, I'm just going to stare he, out the window and dream He just did the well. awkward monkey, like where he just looked at him out of the corner of his eyes and then looked back straight ahead. So yeah, see no evil. Uh, did, no you, evil. did you see that the Byler script, the quote-unquote Byler script, was released? Yes, I did see that. Did you see someone call me out on Twitter? No. That yes, they got very angry with me, and they were like, "Just look at her likes. She hates Byler," and I don't. <laughs> you can look at my likes. My likes are mainly it's anything talking about the script being fake. Yeah, it was not anything. And also I like a lot of like baby animals of weird animals, like baby possums and rats. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently that makes me a Byler hater, but yes. So, so I want to know question. where Owens is and if he's doing okay, I want to know where Enzo is and if he's doing okay. And then obviously we want to know where Vecna is and what, what happened to him. Well, and you know, we have to think that Owens is at least somewhat okay because What's her name? Stinson. Yes. She didn't seem too upset. No. No, she's, she was But not, again, I don't know. She's a government worker. Yeah, she was so not running she, out the door, you know, good, your guys are reunited. I really got to go because Owen's- Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. But you also think that they would be much more alarmed by the things going on in Hawkins to just, you know, head out again. Yeah. I, yeah that's there, another there, question. There was a lot of reaction stuff in that, in the last part of volume two, like nobody's talking about Eddie, nobody knew about Max and L was right. You know, there was a lot of weird, I think they could have kind of tightened that up or polished it up a little bit. Why was nobody concerned? Why were people like, yes, it is snowing in April. Like, no, that like it, it, it was clearly not snow. It was ash Yeah. or weird upside down flakes. Yeah. And nobody yeah. thought that was a real earthquake. I'm sorry. No. So I have to know what, I need to know what they're telling people. Well, that in the, you know, the end of season three, when half the town disappears and is never heard from again. It's well, just, that was the mall fire. Well, I know, but there were a lot of people that died. And I don't think a lot of, I mean. It was like, a happening place, Colin. I mean, Everyone the, the, was at the mall. <laughs> the little kid at the barbecue wandered off and went to the mall. Oh, Adam, it makes me so sad. Right? Adam, come back. The fireworks yeah. are starting. Oh. I also wrote down what happened to Joyce's $40,000 and did she get it back when she went back through Alaska? I assume they went back through Alaska, you know. I presumably. assume it was still in the, I mean, had they gotten it? For, they couldn't have gotten it from Yuri yet. No, I think, I, I imagine Yuri kind of left it there. Because I don't think he took it with him in the plane. Maybe I don't know. But oh. anyway, it's just maybe it's just they, kind of a I silly they thing. Stopped. They yeah. stopped. Yeah, no, picked just, it up. It's more of a silly thing than anything. It always cracks me up when people carry that amount of cash. It's like you know how heavy that would be. Yeah, in a duffel bag. Yeah, in a duffel bag and on a helicopter, it would definitely throw off the weight. Right. 
And then I got to know if Enzo's survived and if Joyce and Hopper actually went on a date. We know Max and Lucas didn't, but you know. Mm. Yeah. And then it's. I'm not going to be okay if Max isn't okay fairly early on in season yeah. five. Yeah, that was that was my last question, and I'm sure, I think it's the only one we're going to get an answer to. It is is you know what happened to Max. So, well, we have to. It just doesn't make sense for them to kill her, bring her back, only to kill her again. Like she right. has to be a main part of season four. Have you seen the theory that um, she's going to be working for Vecna? No, I don't buy it, but that's no, what some either. people say. Like I think she's hiding from Vecna. I think that she's like Will did in season one. Yeah, I'd buy that. It's my guess, but what do I know? I also, I mean, everybody's talking about, we got to find a way to bring Eddie back. And and that, no. that would, I think, annoy me even more. Yeah. You know, because we, we've all had this catharsis of him dying and, you know, we can, yeah. we can listen to Master of Puppets and, you know, mm-hmm. do, do the devil's I horns, and, you know, and, and move on with our lives. But I think it, you know, they've written it he died and you know they can say well they did it with hopper and but it was different because we all knew hopper wasn't really dead right yeah everyone knew from the after credit scene yeah. that hopper was was the american yeah no I so agree. yeah that would that whatever would, it would actually it would actually bum me out if eddie came back as much as i love him yeah know? i agree yeah. like it's just as soon as and it's the same people that complain the uh, same people that complain about them never killing anyone are the ones that like want them to bring eddie back yeah too late people yep. missed your chance <laughs> say goodbye okay anything else before we get into our superlatives for the season uh no i'm ready for superlatives Ooh. okay best line of the entire season i'm gonna dedicate this to coffee because she and i laugh about this all the time i'm giving my best line to henry's we live in a society speech (laughs) which i like to call his thesis on black widows (laughs) you see humans are a unique type of pest multiplying and poisoning our world all while enforcing a structure of their own a deeply unnatural structure where others saw order, I saw a straight jacket. I went with, I usually pick the funny line, but I actually went with the serious line, and that was when Vecna was kind of oozing his doom to L. It is over, Levin. Your friends have lost. I mean, it just kind of sums up the whole season, because, I mean, this is the first yeah. one they've really lost in, and... and it was just, it was really good. I mean, I just, I, I love Jamie in the, in the performance. I thought he did a great job. So, yeah. Yes. And I almost went with the line of 11 after his, we live in a society speech, which was just the simple when he was like, join me. And she was like, oh. that was, that was very good. Yeah. If they- like it was just so perfect. how like little eight-year-old baby L was like, nah, bro. We, I don't we, want to do we this. Give that the, the I would be the best word award. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Most spirited. I went with the family video store because if you know me, then you know that going to the video store on 
Friday nights was like a part of my childhood. It was like what I couldn't wait for after getting out of school on a Friday. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it was, it was actually the runner up for me, but I went with the roller rink and just the mm-hmm. whole, the whole vibe, the clothes, the music, just the fact that it was a roller rink, you know, it just, it just screamed. I was, I was just sitting there and I was thinking back over nine episodes. I'm like, what was, what was eighties? What do I really remember? That was kind of, there 80s? wasn't a whole lot No, but the roller rink. And the family video both kind of stuck out at me. So I went with the roller rink. So, mm-hmm. okay. Stranger thing. I went with Max snapping. Cause that was, that was the end for me. That was oh, <laughs> it's when, it's when they lost you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just, nah, it's just all over, you know, as soon as, cause I'm sitting there and I'm like, don't snap, don't snap, don't snap. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually went with just Vecna kills in general, because that was the moment Christy's death was the moment when I was just like, oh shit, like this is a different season. I legitimately, like my jaw dropped in my mouth. I slapped a hand over my mouth. Like, I can't believe they just did that. Yeah. So, and it was just gruesome. Speaking of gruesome, did you have any favorite moment from the, from the season? Hmm. I'll tell you what it is. You're going to laugh. I won't. It is that scene where they are dragging Hopper's toes. Yeah. Across. Yeah. It is. Oh, it like it like makes my butt cheeks clinch. I know. I, like, I remember I watching that. I, I think we we talked about it. I'm like, I mean, they must have like there must have been. He like, had fake feet on. Yeah, I know he had fake feet for some of it. But yikes! Yeah. Surely he had fake feet on for that scene. Yes, that's true. He did have it for the. I saw it for the snowmobile scene. So yeah. Yeah. No. I. Oh god. Makes me really sick. Okay, so before we get to MVP, did you have a favorite scene, a favorite moment, uh, um, just a, a nice thing that you will remember from? The whole, the first time we hear running up that hill, not the first time, but when they use it when Max escapes Vecna for the first time and she sees the flashback yeah. of her and Lucas and her and Eleven and all her friends. And it's, it gives me chills every time I watch it. Yeah, that, that, it. Was, that was really good. Yeah, I've seen that episode a ton of times. That's the one I've seen. Well, and it it is a close rival to the second time they play running up that hill when they're all fighting, you know, when Hopper gets the sword and they throw the Molotov cocktails. Molotov cocktails, yep. Yeah, like that whole scene. Yes, it was a close second. Yep. Mine was, and it wasn't, it was kind of in the moment, but afterwards it it certainly was. And that's the Chrissy and Eddie scene in the woods where they're doing the drug deal. Oh, yeah. It was just... You know, in the moment, it was like, hey, this is kind of a neat scene. And I remember talking at the time, you know, this is kind of some neat little character development here. And, you know, this is, you know, we're playing against types with both of them. Yeah. But then by the time we get to volume two, because I hadn't, you know, obviously seen volume two when we talked about that episode. And, you know, for him to go, you know, Chrissy, this is for you. You know, you just can't help but thinking, you know, what they would have been like together, you know, cause I think, Oh, I know they would have had just sure. a, a, it's just a great friendship. And I like and, to think that she would have definitely broken up with Jason and started dating Eddie. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So did you see uh, Matthew Modine's tweet about <laughs> shipping people? <laughs> cause man, this fandom, you guys are ridiculous. Not everybody, but a lot of y'all are, they just bug the shit out of the man on twitter and they're asking him like what's your favorite ship what's your favorite ship and he was finally like i don't spend something like why would i spend time 
thinking about like matchmaking two fictional characters like go go outside like go touch some grass or something what are you guys doing and i'm like yes drag him matthew that's good i like that that's very good he's sassy (laughs) yeah okay did you oh good lord mvp for the season uh yeah it's real easy i i i well i went between i had joe keery first because because i go by the actor mm-hmm. so i was kind of thinking of like kind of outstanding performances and i just think back to a lot of the the really nuanced stuff that joe did you know i, I keep thinking about the the six little nuggets you know in the rv and you know, then at the same time, he's also, you know, fighting off the Demobats and, and, you know, pop a bear for everybody through the whole thing. And, you know, but I, I kind of ended up going with Natalia because I thought kind of for the same reason, she had a lot of really badass moments, and, mm-hmm. but she also had a lot of moments where she could just kind of perform like all the stuff with, you know, Victor Creel and Penhurst, and then, you know, all the stuff playing off of Vecna when she was kind of sucked into the world yeah and then obviously obviously playing off um steve at the same time too so yeah i kind of i kind of went with natalia for the for the season as a whole that shocks me i went with max yeah i i can't i mean i would love to give it to one of my main love to give it to hopper or you know steve even eddie but it was max all the way yeah yeah and, and i think i was i was also kind of throwing sadie around too she was she was Mm -hmm. great especially in dear billy but yeah i think i think she's gonna super shine in season five she Um, better i don't need her in like a a hospital bed the whole time no (laughs) yeah she She has to come out you have a thought on what the time jump's gonna be or do you have any they've i've heard them go back and forth on i've heard them say yes we're doing it and then i've heard them say we're gonna start right in on the action so i don't know how that works with the time jump right yeah but uh if anything, I could see them doing an off-screen time jump. So it's like first episode, we pick up right where we left off. Sorry, not off-screen, on-screen. And then you get like the SpongeBob four years later or something like that. Right, yeah. You know, to, to see what they're doing. I could personally, I would love it if they time jumped to winter of 89 like fall winter and they end on like january 1st 1990 oh that'd be kind of clever yeah but it also might be too corny i don't know that's it yeah i mean that's that'd be what a three plus year jump so yeah which i mean then the actors would be playing their actual ages all right (laughs) new and different yeah yeah (laughs) be wild to see them like that but yeah i i would like it i would Honestly, they can do whatever. I could just sit oh, and watch yeah. them do nothing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I'm, I don't think they're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> drive the show into the ground or anything. So yeah, yeah no. I do think people are going to be disappointed because they think the mind flayer is the big bad, and I and he's not. Right. The mind flayer basically does Beckna's bidding. Right. So I am looking forward to seeing more background on that too, like figuring out. Why does it look like a spider? Did he just stumble on it and it was a spider shaped tornado or was he, did he, his mind like meld it into this spider shaped tornado? Yeah. It was a very angry cloud. So. <laughs> and how did the Russians have like a part of it? 
Yeah, that, that's a, I that's, keep thinking that's an unanswered question. I don't think we're ever going to get either. Yeah, how that all happened. Like, how do you transport a cloud? Yeah. <laughs> and, how do you and catch how, it? And how did they end up in Indiana anyway in the first place? So, yeah. Why Indiana? Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think that wraps it up. Yeah, I think that's it, guys. We did it. Next week, we have a very exciting special guest. It is someone that actually starred in the show, but we're not going to tell you who. You can tune in next week to hear it. Also, we have finally decided what we were going to do in the Deep Dark Void while we wait for season five. Colin and I are going to take a look at all the movies that inspired Stranger Things, the entire series, and we're going to do some top five lists. And we're going to look at some character arcs to see, you know, just how we got to, how everyone got to where they are at this point in the show. It is kind of, speaking of that, it is kind of funny because Holly and I have gone back and we started watching from, from one, Mm -hmm. one and just seeing what Steve was. I mean, I I know. I mean, just seeing his hair in the first episode, how it's like, it's so big, you know, it's just like parted and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, but just seeing how his character evolved. I mean, he he alone, we could take three episodes just on Steve. So, I mean, I remember we did the Steve douchebag meter for like five or six episodes. So, yeah. Yeah. We had to to put it to rest because he was no longer a douchebag. So, yeah. So that's what we are looking forward to doing. We're going to stay next week. We're going to have an episode. Then after that, we're going to go to a every other week schedule try to try to stretch this out for however long it's going to take as always if you want to interact with us you can always email us at at scoopsahoypod at gmail.com you can find us on twitter and facebook at scoopsahoypod follow us like us tweet at us do whatever you want we love to hear from you guys so as always i want to thank everybody for listening and i hope you tune in next time thanks guys bye bye Stranger Things audio clips and official score are the property of Netflix. Incidental music by Blue Mount Score from Pixabay.